This episode of the Cutting Edge Podcast is brought to you by GlassGadget.com. Showcase Innovations creates tools that help shower door installers be more efficient and save time. Check out GlassGadget.com for more information. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I can't believe that it's already Wednesday. It seems like Wednesday was like yesterday, and now it's Wednesday again. It's like, holy smoke. These weeks are flying by, but uh, I was, yeah, right. But it's cool. I like it. You know, I like being here, like hanging out with you guys virtually, hanging out. Um, yeah, you know, it's like it's uh, it's five thirty one, and uh, just a handful of us here, which is kind of unusual. But you know, there'll probably be some some late commoners and we got a good group here anyway. I mean, it's not like the five of us can't handle this thing, right? We've got a quorum. We've got a quorum, you know, we can um, make decisions and stuff. We can still right. fix the world, you know, even with the five of us. So anyway, if, you, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to the Facebook Pros live stream. We do this here on Facebook every Wednesday evening, 5.30 Pacific time. And uh, just talk about shower doors, the glass biz, you know, different stuff like that. It's always a lot of fun. Get a lot of regulars and some irregulars, you know. So that's that's pretty cool too. So anyway, I don't know if uh, if anybody has a particular topic that you're interested in bringing up, a question, or you know, just a uh, maybe a challenge that you're having or something. Want the the team here to, you know, see if you can help problem solve. So I have, I have two quick questions, I guess. All um, right. The first question is, um, do any of you guys use like the black vinyls um, that FHC sells, whether it be the sweep more, most, I guess most importantly, the sweeps, the bottom sweeps, the black bottom sweeps. I don't um, even know they existed, Brian. Okay, so that's a no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so they do exist. Uh, they actually they offer a bottom sweep uh, for the doors. They also offer like a hard H, like a strike, um, and then a soft leg. Um, sweep that i guess it's it slips over the edge of the glass typically i guess it's used on like the hinge side it's got kind of like the soft y leg um i've been having issues lately um with the bottom sweeps have been tearing um the fins have been tearing off and it seems that they're not tearing off so much at the ends of the door but almost like two or three inches in they're starting to separate from the hard plastic um and i've been having to do you know quite a few go backs uh to replace these things and i mean i'm i'm curious like do you guys ever use anything like like a baby oil or some type of lubricant to help these things kind of break in and prevent this from happening it seems to only be happening on the black um not the clears so i don't know if it's something different in the material that it's not as forgiving and as pliable um i don't know yeah you know i the only time i've ever used that was when i did um one of those grid type enclosures i mean okay. that it just made sense to use it there. And I'm mm -hmm. trying to think of what other instance, you know, I would really prefer to use something like that. What, right, right. What, what are you, where are you using them? So the only times that I'll really use them, well, the only times I'll use them is if I do a shower, obviously in black hardware with bottom channel, mm. um, because it just kind of carries that line. Yeah. And, you know, I think it gives it a sharp look. Um, but, I mean, if I'm going to continue to have this type of problem, uh, I will stop using them. Um, 
luckily for me, the go backs that I've had lately have all been pretty local to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely second guess using it on a shower that's, you know, a half hour or more away. Um, but I mean, I think it gives it a sharp look, but you know, then it's, you know, is, is the, is the look worth the chance of me having to go back and replace this thing? Um, but I didn't know if there was any kind of, you know, trick or I don't know, any kind of way to, to help prevent this. I mean, a couple of times I've, I've taken the sweep saver and I've, I've trimmed, you know, I've trimmed off. So Mm -hmm. it's the sweep is kind of just touching that threshold Mm -hmm. um, and not really even folding under. And it seems to still be happening. Yeah. So there's real minimal pressure on it, um, but they seem to still be splitting. And I'm how quickly uh, is this happening? Uh, pretty quickly um, within the first 30 days or something within the first 30 days within wow. a month uh-huh. yeah within a month i mean the last customer said you know it happened right away after you left and you know it's like okay but you called me a month later so i'm saying within <laughs> you know 30 days but still what's i mean say? what's that uh, i have so i have not reached out to them regarding this yet um i intend to uh, but I'd figured I'd bring it to the pros first. <laughs> yeah. I've never used the black, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I haven't used it either. Anytime I have a problem with this, the sweeps, I call it scissoring, uh, where the okay. the soft vinyl scissors off. Okay. I just cut it off and leave and it off. That's all. I've never had a problem uh, with a leak uh, because okay. if it's that low to the threshold then the door is low enough that with the, the angle on the threshold, it's not going to leak. I've never had a leaking issue that I know of. Right. Right. Okay. All right. I just cut it off. I don't have a sweep saver. Whatever. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't have one. I just simply cut it off flush. Okay. All right. I'll do that a lot of times too. I mean, I, I think that that bottom door sweep really is that drip edge that that does all the work you know mm-hmm. um, just diverting the water back in i don't know really how much those little legs hanging down really do to keep water in but right. but that shouldn't be happening i mean a, a, a edge seal like that should last a year at least i would say i would talk, I would talk to danny donahue over there at fhc like yeah you're having that issue i wonder if I'll yeah i'll have to give him a call yeah, yeah. Um, the second question is, uh, do any of you guys have issues? I've also had this twice, I guess twice in the past, I don't know, five weeks or so where, um, it was, a it was a door notch panel return and all clamps and the bottom clamps are somehow getting water out and through um i've gone back uh i've taken the clamps apart filled the finger notch with silicone um enough to the point that when i i put the you know the clamp back together that the silicone is coming out the hole so i know it's in there pretty good um putting it back together cranking on it pretty tight with a screwdriver wiping all the excess caulking away and then re-caulking around the bottom of the clamp where it meets the, the sill um, and still getting some water out. And uh, I'm, I'm totally baffled as to why that's happening um, and what I can do to help prevent that. Because again, it's those, it's that time and labor in the return visit where now I start to eat into my profit of the original install. And, uh, I don't know, it's, it's just one of those things. I mean, I've started filling in all my clamps on the bottom. I've started filling in with silicone. So I, you know, hopefully don't have this, um, this issue occurring in the future. Um, but like I said, like there's been a couple of times where I've gone back, I've filled them up with silicone, made sure they were, you know, thought I made sure that they were sealed up good. And, you know, a couple, 
days, maybe a week later, I'm getting a call saying, Hey, we're still getting water out of this thing. And, and the water's like pooling up like a tiny little puddle right outside the clamp, like right almost in front of it or just off to the side. Um, do you guys have, have you had this issue? If you have, have you found like a surefire preventative? When you go back, are you, uh, after they've said that they've got water out of it, are you drying up the water somehow? Yes. Yeah. Drying up the water, um, taking the clamp apart, cleaning all the gaskets with rubbing alcohol, cleaning the glass around where the clamp's going to be mounted, um, filling it with silicone, putting it back together, you know, and by all appearances and from what I think I've just done, you know, I have a high level of confidence when I walk out that door and then I get the the phone call again or the text message saying, Hey, look, um, and I, and I'm, I'm completely baffled as to, you know, once I go back and I, I make sure that it's filled up with silicone and, and everything like that, like where, how is the water getting in there? Um, and not only that, but like, how is so much getting in and getting through all the silicone that I've added that it's now coming out on the other side. Um, yeah. I'm just wondering if, if it's wet enough, uh, where you, where you di- didn't get it dry somehow, because obviously mm-hmm. water and silicone don't like each other and the water wins every time. So, right. uh, so the silicone's not going to stick if it's wet at all. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I wonder if, I wonder if you can spray denatured on it to dry it out. I don't know. Um, I've applied, I've applied the denature with like a paper towel. Um, Hmm. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know, you know, I'm, I got no more tricks in my bag. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, let me, let me ask you this. Do you ever run a little bead of silicone across the top of a clamp to the glass? That's what I, I do. I usually don't. Um, I have before. Um, in these in these cases, in the one case I did, I went actually all the way around mm-hmm. the the inside of the clamp. Um, I don't always do it because I I don't like the look of it. When yeah, you're standing outside the shower, you can see that back mm-hmm. edge of that bead, and I I almost feel like at that point you're better off adding a bead to the front of the clamp too, to kind of, you know, camouflage it a little bit. So typically I don't though. No. We do do that. We, we run that small bead of caulk around the edge on the inside. And I understand what you're saying, Brian, about that look, Mm -hmm. but, and we don't use a lot of clamps. We, we use a lot of channel, but when uh, here recently I have been using clamps just because that's what the customer is wanting. But, knock on wood we haven't had that leak but we do seal that we do uh seal that inside and then do do you shoot a bead on the outside as well or just the inside just the inside okay Okay. and on the base you know all around the base Mm -hmm. uh but we don't just on the inside yeah okay yeah. Do you fill up your finger notch with silicone as well? No. Okay. We do not. Okay. Hmm. So actually, this is a good question for Chris, since you don't use silicone most of the time. Yeah. Do you do you have uh, water that comes out through the clamp, the clip? Yeah, probably. Uh, okay. Probably, yeah, uh, because yeah, you know, it's it's a place where where water you know can get in and come through. Um, it's just uh, so, you know, as you know, what I do is I educate my customers the fact that like water is probably going to come out. So, um, so, you know, that being said, it's like I still get that call, you know, from time to time. It's like, hey, you know, water's getting out, you know, and then um, and I've already had this conversation right with them. But, you know, um, it happens infrequently enough to where it's like, I'll just say, OK, um, how's tomorrow? or, you know, how's Thursday, whatever, you know, and um, don't use the shower for 24 hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Make sure that it's dry before I come. Yeah. And then I'll go back out there and then I'll have to talk with them again. 
hey, you know, yeah, it's like I said, um, these they're just not watertight. You know, I'll add a little silicone here, you know, and, and that, but, you know, I can't promise you that's going to do it. And then I usually tell people, look, if you're getting, if you're getting a cup of water coming out, that's not really acceptable. If you're getting like tablespoons of water, that's normal. I mean, and that's what I really believe. I really believe that a frameless shower enclosure, I mean, if you're using, you're using that in a situation where a small amount of water getting out is not going to hurt anything. I mean, you, you're not going to use a frameless shower enclosure where you've got carpet installed. You know, you're not going to install a frameless shower enclosure next to drywall. I mean, if, it, if that's the situation, I just won't do it. It's like, oh, yeah, we can't, we can't do this here. You got drywall, you got carpet you know, in your bathroom, whatever, you know. I mean, this is not the right circumstance. So I'll go out, I, I don't argue with them, you know, but I'll go out, so yeah, you know, and then I squirt some silicone in there, you know, and I, yeah, yeah I do have to use some from time to time. And, you know, depending on um, the situation, you know, I'll just look at it and be like, oh man, this is a situation where a ton of water is going to get out of here. You know, if I don't add silicone, I'm going to have to do that. But it's just like having that talk and it's like, yeah. That, that's that's a good place for water to get through that little clamp thing because it's pretty hard to waterproof that. And especially if the, the pitch of the curb isn't right, you know, if it's flat, water's gonna pool up. And I, I'm suspicious, Brian, that that's that's probably what's happening to you. It's like you've got a curb that's not pitched, the water's just dripping down, pooling up. Pool, you know, where water pools, it's going to find a way to get through there. And um, there's just not much you can do about that. Yeah, it just, it just seems, it just seems strange to me that, you know, water being, you know, the, the taking the path, right, of least resistance. So uh, that path through in and through that clip is certainly not the one of least resistance. Um, but yet that seems to be where it's going. And it, it's just, uh, I don't know. It's, um, it is what it is. I mean, I haven't gotten a call back, you know, from the last one. So oh, I guess, I guess I got it, but uh -huh. um, I don't no, know. No, they'll call you in a month. It's always <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'll probably call me tomorrow morning, right? That's right. <laughs> do, <laughs> do they, they have a, if they're not texting me right now? Right. <laughs> do they have a shower head or a, a hand sprayer that's spraying onto it? Does you know? Of? Um, they have a shower head that's pointed in that direction. Um, but when the shower's on the individual in the shower would be in between that right. shower head and that clamp. Yeah. Right. Um, Ryan, just out of curiosity, you're on the, on the, on the notch, the finger notch, you're, you're mm -hmm. filling that whole thing up with silicone and then, you know, marrying up the clamp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We've never done that. But. Yeah. You know, and I'm not sure that I'm not sure that's the best idea, you know, because, if you fill that hole up with silicone, then the water definitely has no place to go except through, if it can get through. And it was like Brian was saying, you know, if that's not completely dry when you caulk, it's not going to stick, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it would have to stick, you know, all the way around, you know, the, the kind of the circumference of that finger notch. Right. And completely seal it. And if it's not, it's going to fall on top of that silicone and go out. It'll find someplace out, yeah. Mm, yeah. You know, whereas what Mike's talking about, you know, if you run a bead of silicone around the inside, yeah, it looks like crap, but that's why you don't use silicone, right? It's like, you know, I mean, it looks, it looks, I mean, and just have that talk with the customer. It's like, look, I can put, what I'll normally do, I've probably said this before, you know, but you now I'll usually get to that point in the job where everything's done except the caulking. And I'll call the customer in and say, okay, hey, take a look, you know, wow, yeah, looks great. How much caulking do you want me to do here? That, that's really the question I'll ask. How much caulking mm -hmm. do you want me to do here? Because here's the thing, you know, and I give them the spiel, you know. Um, caulking, you know, doesn't look good, you know. I mean, no matter how well you do it, 
right? And in, in three months, it's going to start to turn yellow or whatever, you know what I mean? It's going to get all the soaps down. So um, that's usually the point where I'll say, hey, you know, do you want me to caulk this? And a lot of times they'll say no. And if they say no, I'm pretty much off the hook, right? I mean, they really can't call me next week and say, well, you know, sometimes. If it's like, oh, yeah, hey, there's a ton of water coming out. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll put some coffee in there. But, man, that's it's, it's, it's kind of a weird conversation to have. It seems, it seems like just weird. I, I know because it was weird for me when I started. Now it's like second nature, right, because I've had it so many times. But at first I was a little sheepish about saying it, you know. <clears throat> um, but it's funny. If you ask people, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, man, I don't really, if we don't have to use it. I um I don't want to, mm. you know. And then, I, I like your approach, though. That's an I, honest. It's, it's an honest right. approach, you know. I, I'm not saying, hey, I'm not lazy, you know. It's like I'm willing to do all the talking you want. I'll cut the whole thing, you know, inside and out, you know. So don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to get out of doing work. I'm just trying. Right. I want to give you the opportunity, you know, to like preserve the beauty of what you got going on right here. It's nice, you know. Yeah, I think that's the right approach because you're giving them the option to say, look, it's not going to look as good as it does now. Yeah. Uh, and in the future, it's going to yellow. Uh, and so it's going to not look as good as, as it does now. Uh, yeah. I, I can do it either way, but, you know, there are consequences of that. It might leak. It's not an aquarium. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I might try that. <laughs> Give it a try. You might have a convert. No. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it, like I say, it's weird at first. It, it seems like, yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like almost like it's just, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a weird conversation to have. But it becomes more natural as you do it because really, as you talk through it, everything you're saying makes perfect common sense. Mm -hmm. You know, none of it is like deceptive in any way or anything like that, you know, and for me, since I'm just, a, you know, one man show, you know, it's like, it's pretty easy for me to go back if I need to. I've got that built in, you know, to my model. So it's like, so a lot, a lot of times I say, look, I'll, I'll be happy to come back and cough if you're, um, if, if you're not satisfied, if it's not, hold, if it's not containing enough water. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and I do, and I, I do it quickly. I and mean, when they call me, I'm like, I make them the priority, you know, because service after the sale is a big deal for me. Yeah. You know, that's how I get my referrals. Um, so, uh, so yeah, you know, that's the thing. And not everybody can do that. See, that's, that's something that I've got going for me that everybody doesn't, you know, uh, if you've got a big T, you know, if you've got, you know, 10 trucks going out, it's, it's hard, you know, to, to tell people, oh, yeah, we'll just come back up. Uh, Mm -hmm. And or if you care, cover like a big geographical location, stuff like that. But it's one option. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, we, uh, you know, Dana Higginbotham is in the chat. He he always comes like to the page and then puts stuff in the in the um, <laughs> in the chat. But he's saying that if you fill the U-knots completely with the silicone, with silicone, it will not dry. Uh, we just silicone under the glass, at the clip, and just over the screw head. Um, so it will dry fast. You know, he makes a good point. I mean, if you if you caught that and close it and it's airtight, the silicone really won't set up. It needs air, you know, and moisture to set up. So that, mm. that's a good point. I hadn't really ever thought of it that way. Yeah, that is a good point. <clears throat> um, there was also somebody had uh, suggested a topic. It was uh, Mike Aguilar said, um, how do you handle a customer that's in the middle of a remodel, but they want you to come out anyway for an estimate? You know, after giving a phone quote or a virtual estimate via Zoom, whatever, um, they have you come out and still have to think about the pricing. How do you handle that? You mean the 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 shower's not completely tiled and they're they're not ready for a measure? 
No, they're or saying is it done? Um, they say um I, I think that it's ready. I think that it's ready for measure, but um you've given them an online or you know, online call over the phone, whatever, and they would still want you to come out and meet with them and have a consultation. And then you have this consultation, they're like, okay, well, we'll get back to you, you know. We've got some other quotes, right? That, that sort of thing. How do you handle something like that? You know what? I've been fortunate that um, I've always looked at that situation as you're kind of consulting and educating. And and so you always say, well, let's go out. We're going to try to nip any issues, you know, uh, that might exist up front. And I found that that good, I guess, that good faith effort to try to educate them has resulted in more wins than losses. Um yeah, there's the occasional one that you're not going to get, and they're going to do the old, well, I'll go to Lowe's, and, or, you know, I, I found somebody cheaper. But, but at the same time, I felt like we have won more of those than we've lost by a, mm-hmm. by a big percentage, um, you know, probably 95% of the time. So I always tell people, call me if you're confused as to what to do. Let's get it right on the front end. And that seems to have worked. I think, I guess it's a cost of doing business, you know, another way of saying it. I, I, I tend to lean that way too. I, I call me old school. Uh, I want to look them in the eye, you know? Yeah. Um, and I, there's different ways that you can take this. Uh, and again, I'm old school. So this opinion doesn't necessarily hit everybody, but um, if they're asked, if they've already got a quote from me, and they're asking me to come take a look, then, then I'm going to jump on it. And here's why. Uh, I always say that um, online or on the telephone, I look just like every other contract out there, contractor out there. When I get in front of them face-to-face, that's where I shine. That's where I have more success selling a job because uh, – I, I have the opportunity to answer questions, to show them that I do know what I'm talking about, to address issues that I might see, to offer solutions, you know, whatever it has happens to be. But I have the ability to be a human standing in front of them. And, and I don't like the word selling, but I have the ability to sell yeah. uh, without looking like everybody else because it's just a number on a page otherwise. I know that's not a popular opinion with the bid clips thing. I have bid clips uh, <laughs> and use it, try to anyway, um, but it is what it is. I want to talk to them face-to-face. If they're asking me after they already have a quote, there's got to be a reason why. Maybe they're just trying to vet me in conjunction with somebody else. I don't know. No, you know, I think that's a great answer, Brian. Actually, I mean, uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that approach. That's awesome. It's actually, like you say, it's kind of the old school um, approach. And I think that's probably a, a pretty common way. I think most contractors, especially, you know, shops of any size, are used to just going out and giving free estimates on site. Um, and, you know, Everybody, you know, everybody's configured a little bit differently. You know, if you don't have the manpower to do that, you have to find some other more creative way to do that. Big Clips is a great tool for that. I also use that, um, you know, but, uh, but yeah, it's a great answer. Can't argue with that. How about you guys? Well, what about the rest of you? What are your policies? I try to do most of my my sales uh, online before I even get out there. Um, I do offer, you know, the the choice. Um, you know, if you if you'd like to send me some rough dimensions and, and a few pictures, um, I can give you a pretty accurate quote over the telephone, accompanied with you know pictures of of past jobs that we've done in the same design layout. Um, if you tell me what hardware color you're looking to use, I can, you know, send a photo with that color hardware so you can really get an idea of what your finished product will look like. Um, depending on location and if it's a repeat customer or not, um, I'll also offer 
you know, the availability and opportunity for me to go out and take a look um, for a consultation fee that is deductible off the final bill if you choose to use us for the job. Um, most people are understanding about it. Uh, there are a few people that are not, um, you know, and I've explained to people before, you know, like, listen, you're, you're a half hour away from me. If I'm going to put in some time and, and spend time with you, you know, I could be there a half hour, 40 minutes, and then a half hour back. I'm an hour and a half, you know, into my time and on the job um, that I may not even have yet. So, you know, if, if you're comfortable with it, you know, um, I'll come out, you know, but otherwise, if you think you're able to send me the pictures that I need and give me rough dimensions, I can give you an accurate quote over the telephone. And it usually... It usually seems to work that um, they'll send the pictures and the sizes, the quote is given, uh, the appointments made to go out and take final measurements. And I will always remind people two days or three days prior to me going out, you know, just want to confirm our appointment for, you know, Tuesday at three o'clock. Um, you know, what's your email? I want to confirm I have your email so I can send the invoice, you know, reminding you that I will need to collect a 50% deposit at the time of final measurements. Um, and it usually, you know, if, if I, I find that if I do it as a friendly reminder in that way, um, that if there was any consideration of not giving me that deposit, you know, to like pull one over on me that, um, I kind of squash it. Um, and it seems to work for me most of the time, certainly not all of the time though. I agree with both Brian's. Okay. All right. So uh, our jobs, our average jobs are probably more than 20 minutes away. And so 30 minutes is kind of normal. Um, but anything that's going to be far away for us, whatever that is, uh, we do pre-quote and make it very clear to the customer up front that, you know, we pre-quote because of the distance involved. Um, and if they feel comfortable with the pricing, uh, we will be happy to come out and, um, uh, you know, take care of their project for them. So. Why is Star Trek on? Oh my gosh, really? Am I muted? No, no. Yeah. 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 Those, those are good answers, you know, and, and, uh, you know, Brian Schwartz, you know, you're like, you're like one guy thing to me, right? Yeah. I mean, I have another guy with me, but for the most part, yeah. Small. So you're, you're on, you're on every installation. In other words. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're, when you have a situation like that, it's different than, than having your crews. You sure. know, and, and, and you're, it, it's different for your customers too. I mean, your customers expect, um, I don't want to say they expect less, really they expect more in, in one way, but they, but it's easier for them to manage their expectations about what you're able to do, knowing that like, Hey, it's just, it's me and my wife, you know, we're running this business. There's only one of me and I can't clone myself. So it's like, I really can't go out and just give free quotes to everybody on site. I just, there's just no possible way. I would have to raise my prices for all my other customers. And that's a thing that people don't always take into to account. And it's good to educate them about that. It's like, I keep my prices lower by not chasing my tail all day long. If I was out running around trying, you know, trying to get business, you know, losing all those bids, how much would I have to charge you to make up for that? So mm -hmm. think about that. You know, I'm saving you money by not doing that. Um, you know, if you if you're a big company, you've got people that you can you know um, you can you know send out to do that. Maybe who people who are on salary and you know they can go to ten jobs a day and 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 give quotes. But uh, so there's that. So that's always an issue. You know, it's like how how is your business configured? You know how big are you, you know, what, what type of work do you do? And, and um, people are pretty understanding if you're just honest with them about it. Mm -hmm. You know, we, um, I give online 
quotes, um, I charge a fee um, to, to go to give an on-site quote, but I, I credit that towards the invoice. So it's like, hey, you know, you're gonna have to pay me to come out. If you decide to go with somebody else, uh, you have to pay the fee. If you go, if you go with us, that's included. You know, it's part of the, the price of, um, you know, getting the measurements. So, you know, so like my direct answer to Mike's question is that that's how I deal with that. If I give somebody a quote and they say, um, hey, I, you know, well, I still want you to come out. It's like, okay, yeah, I'll come out, but there's this fee. We, char we charge 200 bucks, you know, because like you say, it's like, what, two and a half hours or something or an hour and a half at least, you know, to go. Um, and then there's all the, the opportunities lost during that time. So it's mm -hmm. like 200 bucks really doesn't even cover my time to go do a quote. So it's actually like a discount of, of my time if they don't go with me, you know. So but, but I'm willing to do that. And then um, I just make sure that they understand that. You know, and then sometimes they're they're good with that. It's worth the 200 bucks for the peace of mind and usually, you know, close the deal. So that's how I handle that. Well, and uh, I see I saw that Ellie then, uh, posted something to the chat room. He was asking us um, about turnaround times. He wants to know if uh, the turnaround on glass is um, are the same or if it's getting better, um, are there still shortages? What are you guys experiencing as far as ordering your glass? Our turnaround times have gotten us um, slightly better. Uh, we were at like four weeks just to get three eighths, you know, shower glass. It's down pretty consistently two weeks. So it's taking you two weeks to get take delivery of your glass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm not. I don't have these tempers right around the corner like some of you guys. Right, right. Yeah. About three days. <laughs> yeah, and wow. you know, wow, we've never had it good. It, I mean, uh, good was the good days was when I could place an order, say on uh, Monday before uh, before one o'clock, and the glass would be in my shop the following Tuesday. That was the best ever. Now and then, when when COVID, not when COVID hit, but the year after, and so like so last year. You know, there was four weeks go by, four and five weeks, uh, because of tempering facilities. I only have two choices. We're so backed up. But now they've got it down to about two weeks. And, you know, a lot of we have a lot of customers who are time sensitive. They're builders. And, you know, these houses are dependent on the enclosure being in to close. And we are, mm. it seems like we're always up against a, t a deadline. You know, Mike, get that thing in by Friday. Can you get in by Friday? I'm receiving the door Wednesday afternoon, you know, or Thursday morning and checking it out, making sure everything's okay and trying to schedule installs so that they can meet their closing date. Um, it's frustrating as hell to do that. Mm -hmm. How far away is your fabricator? Uh, about an hour and 20 minutes. Both uh, I have two that I can get. Uh, both are about an hour and 20 minutes away. And I have gone up to pick the glass up. But I mean, if you think about, you know, time you pay a guy, the fuel, et cetera, to go up and get it, um, it's just, uh, that's how we've had to adapt though, you know. Your customer uh, would have to be willing to pay that, that cost to get it done yeah. fast, right? Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. And Mike, how many, how many times a week does, uh, do the suppliers deliver to you? Like, is it once a week typically? Three, three. Oh, wow. I get, I get three deliveries a week from my glass wholesalers. My primary shower door guy those delivers on Wednesdays. Um, so if I want to be truthful, Brian, that answer is once a week. But if I'm in a pinch, I have I have another vendor that delivers to me on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but their pricing is a little bit too strong. So um, you know, I just have to set expectations in customers' minds. And my builders kind of have an idea that, hey, you know, it's two weeks to get the glass, get me on the schedule. It's probably a three week turnaround. So, yeah, that's about what I tell people between two and three weeks. I'm usually, my glass is usually getting fabricated and ready for me in 10 to 14 days. Um, I just started using another supplier uh, where their turnaround time is actually like eight days, eight, eight, nine days. So they've been able to get me glass a little quicker. I 
you know, I put in a couple orders with them to check the quality and, you know, see what the product was like before I, you know, commit to them too strongly. But, uh, I mean, the turnaround time was great and the pricing was a little better. The energy surcharge was, uh, you know, about half of what my, my normal supplier is. So, you know, on a, on a big shower, I mean, that could be, you know, three, 400 bucks. What, what, is, what, this is a general question to all you guys. What are some of the energy surcharges you're seeing? Um, my my uh, vendors who are get, uh, literally an hour apart, uh, so they they just they're basically the same. Twenty and a quarter percent. Wow! Whoa! Wow! Wow! I'm at I'm at eighteen, and the other the other supplier I just started using is around nine. So I mean, oh. it's a substantial difference. But Jeez. eighteen is what I've been used to lately. So the question is, is it an, are they calling it an energy surcharge or just a surcharge? The reason I ask is, and Brad knows what I'm getting ready to say. Uh, we use Cardinal uh, pretty much exclusively. And they, I think they used to call it an energy surcharge, which it doesn't, you probably know it has more to do with, I think the propane used to fire the cupola and everybody used to think it was a, for the trucks driving. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, the, Cardinal has switched from it, calling it an energy surcharge to just a surcharge. Mm-hmm. And so they're charging that surcharge, not only on just the glass, which is an energy surcharge, they're charging it on the whole order. Have you noticed that Brad? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, old castle does the same thing. It's the whole. Okay. Order. And so it's, it's a 9% surcharge. So it may be equal to about an 18% energy surcharge on the glass alone. I don't know. I haven't, haven't checked it, but nuance, maybe more money, probably. I need to check that because um, my understanding is we're getting charged with Old Castle about 18% uh, for the whole order. And I'll, I'll have to double check that. Yeah. And I should clarify, I get my... Um, I get my hardware and everything through Cardinal as well. So it's, mm-hmm. it, it includes the hardware as well. So it's uh, not just the class. Okay. I got you. Yep. Yeah. I'm not sure what our surcharge is. I think I'm thinking 12, 13%. What is it Tim? For old castle? Yeah. I'm not sure, but it, it did go down. I know that. Yeah. It went down a little bit recently. Like half wow. a percent. Yeah, like that. it wasn't a bunch, but but yeah, I don't, I you know, I don't really pay it's that much attention that. to that. Maybe I should. But back but, to ordering glass, I just put an order in today, and I'll have it on Monday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're That's pretty, pretty quick. I mean, we've got how many tempering plants do we have? Like three or four in our area. Um, we have U.S. Old Castle, Glass Fab. I think we have isn't Hard Tongue up there someplace. Probably. So I th- it's pretty competitive in our area. There's a lot of glass flying around. You know, I can't. Man, I can't imagine having to wait like weeks to take delivery of the glass. Because I mean, yeah. Wow, you know, something comes in and it's wrong. That's yeah. That's hard. So then you got another four weeks waiting for them to see if they're going to make it right. And what if they make it wrong well, they, again? Yeah, they, they usually <sighs> put it, put you to the front of the line. At least they Cardinal get, does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. sure. Well, so it's, yeah, it's I've lived those headaches for years, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> even, even me, like, you know, it, waiting a week to get something and getting it wrong and then having to wait another week and then getting it wrong again. You know how that happens. It's like they don't make a mistake at all, and they'll make the same piece of glass wrong five times. I've got you beat on that one. Yeah? Oh, yeah. And then when I did get it right, I had screwed up the height a little bit, so I reordered it. And it was a notch panel on a went set up onto the, uh, the vanity. And the back okay. wall was... And the back wall was not plumb. And they couldn't read my drawing and they kept making it wrong. 
Then they make it right. It comes in the other day, put it on the table, checked it all, thought it was great. And I thought, oh, better look for scratches. Right at eye level. So I think this glass has been, panels have made eight times. Wow. And one on my, one on my dime. But you sure they actually remade those remakes? <laughs> the, the first time they didn't put, I use the, I don't use the finger notch. I use the, like the pyramid one. Uh -huh. And it came in, it was sitting in my shop and I walked by and looked at it and I go, one is, is not deep enough. So I called them, they remade it. And then the driver brought it back to the shop. And I just happened to show, pull up when he was out there. And I says, you brought me back the same piece of glass. And I go, wait a minute, it's still sitting in the shop. So they made it wrong a second time. Hmm. They made it wrong exactly the same way, huh? Same way. <laughs> And, and then they couldn't, so this thing was, the wall was out of square. So I tell them what size to cut the, the piece of glass, top and bottom. And then when they cut the notch out, the part that sits onto the, um, the vanity is the right width. Well, they kept doing it all wrong. And uh, mm. even, the, even the driver took it back and showed them what they were doing wrong. After. Well, I, I guess you get the award. You're the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feel your pain, man. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's hard to talk, talk to a customer about that. Yeah. 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 Well, this, this isn't shower door related, but I ordered these half, uh, half inch tempered laminated panels for skylight. And they're big and they've got notches in them. And so I sent the order over and I was waiting for a confirmation. Or they already quoted it. Waiting for the confirmation. No confirmation. So I call. And says, oh, we can't find that PO. But I'll look for it and call you back. No phone calls. So I call again. Well, can you resend it? So I resend it. And then they call me back and they're squawking about it's low E with notches and you know how it's going to come out. Because you already made some big panels already and they came out just fine. So they're going to make it. So they give me a, a date of the 12th, uh, August 12th. It wasn't on the truck. It wasn't on the truck the next day. So I finally called and they said, oh, it's going to be Thursday. Look last Thursday, called again. Uh, where is it? Let me check. And she actually calls back and says, oh, it's going to be on Tuesday's truck. So I tell my contractor, this is 30 miles away down in Big Sur. You know, once you get down there, you got to go up and over the mountain. No glass. And so, you know, I text my driver. I call my driver in the morning and I says, you know, when are you going to be here? He goes, I don't have your glass. They never even started making it. You know, mm -hmm. but now it's being made. But ah, I mean, talk about ah, makes me mad just hearing it. Nerve wracking. Sounds like you're using one of our suppliers. All right, of Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, I've never had this trouble, yeah. you know. And I said, uh, AIG. I don't know what you guys are doing, but you know, to have this, so your gal answers your phone, call you back, say it's going to be on the truck, and it's not. It's just like. And even my driver went to the laminating department and look around. He goes, I didn't even see the, if he knew what it looked like, because he took the templates back. It's not there. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I find it like when I'm, my shower door glass gets done fast. I mean, super fast. Uh, oh, yeah. But if I order anything else, it's like mm. not fast. You know, so it's like, so the shower door department is like on and they're just taking care of me, you know, and which is a great um, argument for like not doing anything other than shower doors because. Um, but, I mean, as a contractor, I do work for because normally I won't go to Big Sur. I have better things to do. 
yeah. And I normally don't do um, anything. Well, you know, I normally do anything with shower doors. I have customer, um, you know, I've done multiple showers for nice people. So they're like, oh, yeah, let me show you my wine room. So it's like, oh, yeah, I've got this wine room. It's under the stairs, you know, like people do. And he's, I want to put, you know, insulated unit in here. I was like, will you do it? I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, existing customer. I mean, I've got to, you know feel like I've got to accommodate them, right? So it's this, you know, weird, like, trapezoid-shaped thing, you know? And so uh, measure it, you know, twice, three times, you know, make a template. And what I did was it's not, you know, I had no square corners. So I did it like a mirror, you know? I put an X in the middle and uh, mapped it out like that. Yeah. So, like, that's, you know, full foolproof, right? So I sent it over and it was like, um, waiting, you know, I didn't hear anything back. And then finally they got back to me. Somebody calls me and they're like, uh, so this drawing is this like, are these the angles or are these the measurements? I don't, I don't know how they got angles, but I'm like, no, those are, those are the dimensions. That's the actual dimensions of the glass. So, you know, have them like, you know, draw an X on there or cross on there and then measure over and all, and it, all those numbers are right. It'll it'll work. So then I and then somebody else called me and asked me the same thing. You know, and I was like, no, I explained it again. So they they did it. It took like weeks to get it. They finally got it to me. It's like so I checked it and it's like, yeah, okay, all my math worked out. Got over there and I just had forgotten how long it takes to do everything that's not a shower door, right? It's like, oh my god, you know, I'm cutting metal like aluminum stocks. You know, they've got to be all cut out. You know, the miters all have to be, you know, tits, you know. So now we get them, man. It's, they're, they're all great, you know. Um, I had to have a buddy come and help me because it's too big, way too big for me to do by myself. So get all the metal put in there, um, run a bead of silicone, stick it in there. And it's like, oh, it won't go in this way. We have to come back out, stick the top in first, get it in there. It's like, oh, man, it's like perfect. It fits perfectly. So got all the, you know, the inside stops cut, you know, aluminum stops. So you got to, you know, drill them, countersink them. You know, it's black metal. So you got to like, you know, take a Sharpie and mark all the ends and all the holes and paint the screws and all that. Get it all put in. Bam, you know, cleaning it up. And it's like, it's awesome, you know. And then, uh, So then there's like this one little smudge, you know, that we couldn't clean off. Uh, it's like, oh no. Yeah. You guessed it. Mm. So it's like, oh crap, man. That's that's on the inside of the glass. Uh, um, no. I'm like, I'm like, man, no good deed goes unpunished. That's like Brian mm. said that earlier. No good deed goes unpunished, man. So I'm like, crap. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to replace this, you know. Um, mm. So actually, I left there. The, the customer gave me a call, left me a message. Hey, give me a call, you know, before you reorder that. So I called up. He's like, hey, I was talking to my wife. It's like, you know, it's not that big of a deal. It's the wine room. And, what you know, how about you give us a little discount for it? And we'll just live with it. I'm like, I would Happy. love to give you yeah. a discount. And it was really, you only asked for a couple hundred bucks off. You know, so it was like, oh, yeah, it's it sometimes uh, worth it. Oh, way, yeah. way worth it, man. I mean, I would have liked because I realized, you know, you know, as I'm wrapping it up, that like, oh man, I mean, I didn't make any money on this. I mean, compared to a shower door, I mean, I would have been in, for the money I charged them, I'd have been in and out and gone. And um, and here, man, it's like, yep. It's a lot well, that, of work. So that kind of brings something up. Okay, so customer, you give them a couple hundred discounts. So you kind of lost a couple hundred bucks and you shouldn't have. Well, okay, Brian knows that I'm buying from HMI currently. Well, kind of. We're now switching over. But uh, I've had five pieces of glass that have like a little tiny chip on the edge. And we've been able to kind of polish them out like do a quick sand and then polish you know we've been able to fix two of them 
Then two of them, I've had to pay a fabricator to run them through the machine so that we could do same day install. In other words, you know, we discover the problem and we have to take care of it. And they charge us 50 bucks to do that, which is worth it to me. Good and deal. then, uh, you know, so actually, and I don't, not sure how we reserved the, the last one. I think we uh, uh, resolved the last one. I think we ended up having it edged also. So that's 150 out of my pocket that I shouldn't have to be paying our supplier. And uh, that was HMI that I was talking about. And it's been a little frustrating. Today we installed a notch panel. The notch was caught, uh, cut just a little wrong, but it means that the return panel and the notch panel don't quite line up at the top quite right. You know, little mm -hmm. stuff like that, it just burns you. Mm -hmm. And um, That's why you use sleeve overs. Yeah, exactly. And I, yeah. I actually said, Christina, why did we do that? Well, it was travertine tile. And uh, we kind of have a policy to use physical clamps because, you know, I just don't want to rely on the silicone on travertine. That's all. But I still is small enough of a shower. I would have been comfortable with sleeve overs and then put one clamp on the, the knee wall on the side. And I would have been happy. But, you know, so my question is, I mean, can you go back to maybe your supplier and say, well, man? Yeah, you absolutely. know, the funny thing is because that's what, you know, the customer says like, oh, yeah, you should go back, you know, and they should, you know, give you some money off. And it's like, yeah, well, here's how it really works. Yeah. 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 Exactly. They'll remake that panel for me five times if they have to, but they're not going to give me a cent. Right. Uh, Right. And that's just, I mean, that's just the way they work. And it's crazy. You know, it's like mm -hmm. what it would cost them to remake it. Yeah. Know, I, I don't know quite a bit, but it's just like, that's just, it's not, it's off the table. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. which is weird, you know, but. By the way, did you guys want to know what happened about that broken piece of glass? Yep. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So basically, uh, they assured me, they reviewed all the videos um, and, and also the scans. Uh, evidently, when they are tempering, they um, scan each piece as it goes in and out and all that kind of stuff. So uh, evidently, this was pulled out to go back for being repaired. There might have been something wrong, maybe a chip or scratch or something. But they pulled it out of line to, I guess, polish. And uh, when they got done with it, the guy told me they put it on the wrong cart for the ones that are tempered or, um, yeah, that are tempered. So it was assumed that it had been tempered. Um, and he, wow. you know, said he assures me that all other pieces we're fine. It was nothing to do with the tempering of it. It was just a procedural problem. And that uh, because of that, they did implement some other procedural um, mm. methods uh, to prevent any problems like that in the future. So. Wow. Yep. Wild. Crazy though. What's crazy. the chance that that one piece broke mm -hmm. on the truck? On the truck. Exactly. Right. Yes. That's crazy. It's almost like your guardian angel was watching over yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's that, or maybe that's one reason it's pulled out. There was a, something cut. I don't know. I have no idea. You know what I mean? It's just, I have no idea, but you're right. I mean, I'm glad that it didn't get installed that way. Yeah. Wow. How about your tempered glass detector is on the way, right? It is on the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might take a couple of weeks, you know, coming from England, but, uh, We'll try it yeah, out. I got mine working. Good. Good. Yeah. Not a bad idea, man, to have something like that. Those things are. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I've had a few customers through the years say, how do I know if it's tempered? You know, and I never really knew the polarized glass method mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, but I can now honestly say I have a. Uh, a piece of equipment that can actually detect whether it's been tempered or not, you know? So yeah. we have double strength glass and other types of glass in our shop that 
you know, you don't know sometimes if, if it gets put in the wrong spot, you don't know if it's tempered or not. It's probably good to have a detector for that. So mm. absolutely. Or the occasional window that we don't really do much anymore, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, good. Sounds like it, a happy ending. Yeah. Yeah. I'll yeah. look happily ever after. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Well, all right, everybody. The great talk. Thanks all for right. showing up. And Thank uh, you, Chris. yeah, you bet. Let's try it again next Wednesday, okay? All right. All that right. was good. Good night, all everybody. Right. See, See you guys. Hey, this is Chris Phillips, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. You may want to join the Shower Door Professionals group on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for Shower Door Pros and you'll find us. I look forward to seeing you.